0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm from that dirt,
1: dirt, dirt, dirt. I'm all about that dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing dirt, dirt, dirt. I miss that dirt, dirt, dirt. dirt. Gotta get back to the dirt tracker. Cool. Call it what you call it. Saturday night,
2: I am so Kenny Wallace on so that.
3: Dirt 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 dirt
1: dirt,
3: <laughs> dirt, 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 dirt,
1: Dirt, 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 I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game Ever since I hit him with that Dirt
3: track thing Are we on live right now? Am I just screwing this song up real bad? <laughs> no, we're on live, but you're good All right, Dan Yeah, boy,
1: that's me like the trailer, I'm tires cold kind, we're they know I came to wreck it, yet I bring out a Welcome to <clears> throttled Up the Podcast, often <clears throat> imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. <clears throat> Even your grandpa talking hmm. about and welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. And exciting show tonight, Matt. Um, Very exciting. We <laughs> couldn't even contain ourselves during the the opening theme song. <laughs> no, if you if you're only watching on Facebook Live, you didn't get to hear everything. But it'll be in the audio download version. Yes, you're gonna have to check out the. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> the theme song <laughs> "Dirt" by Billy Moffat. Uh,
3: dirt, dirt. I like dirt. I'm
2: Kenny Wallace of Dirt. We race
3: it. Us two race at Lawrenceburg a lot because that's where we kind of go. And it's and dirt. It's dirt, <laughs> and, and it, I've, I'm sure you guys have been there. And it's oh, yeah. the most damnedest thing. And I, I asked Rudy so about this. I said, "How comes? You know, we've got a hot dog and we got a hamburger, some fries and stuff, and no condiments." <laughs> it's just those little packages of mustard and ketchup, and that's all you get. No nope. relish, nothing. I said, throw it out there with the onions and stuff, like everybody does. Yeah. She says, well, who wants to eat dirt? I said, I do. And most of these people up there. Dad goes, load it up. I'm going to the house, no yep. coupmans. That's right, no coupmans. We ain't racing here.
1: And and you know and you gotta let it sit out there in the sun too at the hot oh, yeah, so that yeah. Uh, yeah. those onions kind of work together yeah. and flies
3: yeah. you know yeah you
1: gotta get everything all in there together some guy's gonna spill his beers he's getting his onions <laughs> yeah. kind of ferment a little bit have a little sneeze juice on it <laughs> yeah. you know. if you've ever ate,
0: you know. relish yeah if you've ever relish. ate any of the relish onions or pickles at a racetrack you you have nothing to worry about the coronavirus no, <laughs> you no, you're all about you. that you <laughs> done killed that disease a long time ago yeah,
2: yeah
0: you
3: know I, mean. I am.
1: Fully immune. Oh yeah, yeah. From any of that, but as as everyone at home can see uh, tonight in studio, we've got Josh Moffat and his dad Billy Moffat. And to both of you, thank you for being here, Josh. You're asking us. You were one of our first uh, on the on the show, one of our first guests. And right after that night, I remember as you were leaving, we said we got to get your dad on. And so, we well, finally. Finally, we, we, got him back. we are
2: here. Thank you. I know it's been a couple years, but I had so much fun last time i mean you guys are a blast well, appreciate <laughs> so that. i can't wait for this episode especially mm-hmm. the old man yeah when you was
0: for... on we still just had the card table didn't we yeah yeah. yeah yeah
2: i think this is nice we got beer holders and Everything. Well, it's taken me this long to get my yard fixed from where you ran hot laps out <laughs> no, in the I front did. yard. Oh, Everybody, I had, a, I had my I 4 I drive truck him. with my knobby tires, and I was wide open doing the donuts out there. And I said, I texted him when I got home. I was like, sorry, I think I kind of messed up your yard.
1: <laughs> Never had a driver come on and get so excited he did donuts at the victory in my front yard, but uh, Joss was the guy.
3: He won't do them in his race car. He's afraid he tear it up.
2: I don't want to make a fool. I'll be that guy to turn it over and actually tear something up. (laughs)
1: Probably
2: get ran over by another race car or something. Get too excited, put it right in the wall, and just be done with it. Or hit a track official or something. Oh, my God. So
1: I want to start here, and, and Billy, you know, how you've got such a talent, and we're going to get into more of that, but how did you get involved in the racing world?
3: oh gosh oh man ever since i remember being at brownstown back in like 50 i was born in 51 so like you know i was probably four years old my dad packing me and my two other brothers down there every weekend so yeah, you know. that was
0: year number two the place was open
3: yeah so. and uh we'd make these oh well, well that's not a very good sprint car but you know <laughs>
2: that's a terrible sprint car yeah I mean, that one's struggling <laughs> if our sounds like that we got well, seven yeah. dead cylinders we've we've pulled yeah. too many zip ties
3: yeah. Like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> you know but anyway and i just remember all that and um and we used to go down to this place to called the hole just outside of uh, columbus, columbus mm-hmm. going out seven up the hill and you watch somebody i remember that sitting on on a little they paid uh, you to w- flip up there didn't they well i don't remember <laughs> on little wooden planks underneath the shade trees drinking a bottle of orange pop you know and watching this guy go over the guardrail and he's down in the creek you know and so yeah. but yeah i've I'd, I'd been addicted to racing for a long time and i lost interest after i was about 13 and you know started doing bad things like learning how to play guitar and in <laughs> the uh, getting into somebody's liquor cabinet you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know so i faded away from that until i was about oh 19 or so and then uh and i got into more music and other things and uh and then uh, a friend of mine carrie norris uh five in mm-hmm. five in yeah uh, i started painting his car in 1980 and i started like a fool going with him you know to the racetrack came <laughs> and his mom and dad and his brother wimpy and uh and i've just been into racing ever since
1: so when you were kind of out of racing there from 13 to 19 i mean had you were you artistic i mean were you painting
3: other things i mean how did the the idea that i'm going to paint race cars start uh i don't know i think it was back when i was about three years old and i got four and i got my first bicycle and this guy had lived down the street everybody back then had put their girlfriend's name on their quarter panel or their 53 Chevy or whatever they had you know was there some, bunch so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a bunch of X's on them yeah yeah bunch of X's you uh, see the the miscolor paint yeah. over top of it Marcelo <laughs> no more <laughs> and this one guy had a uh, uh sandy written on his car i thought that's cool as hell so i got my fr- got red paint out and wrote sandy on my bicycle what a dumbass you know?
1: he hadn't met sandy yet but yeah, yeah. we were looking for sandy it, bridges yeah but it's like my
3: first bike so i was four years old maybe but uh didn't realize i had any kind of talent to do that getting stuff till later on you know friend of mine dale black the rev the rev yeah infamous dale black uh, saw me painting a sign somewhere and it was the first one i ever did it was thompson's uh sporting goods down there downtown columbus Mm -hmm. he saw me doing that and he says you need to come to work for me billy all right well he showed me how to paint and uh, and helped me along the way and showed me how to drink (laughs) he says this is the first thing you got to learn here not too (laughs) wet not too dry so
2: is that the body or the brush well, well
3: I think he was talking about the liquid both are <laughs> vital yes yeah uh, yeah we were painting to uh, his car wash one day or the, it was the old sparkle car wash and it was closed down he rented where you drive in where you just pull in you know where they got that rail and all the shit oh, yeah. to hook your your tire in and, uh, and I you know we were drinking you know that's what we did and uh, got good at it and uh i'm sitting there with a cup of paint i always use a dixie bath room cup you know for thinner and my paint and i've got a, a glass of tea honest to god right there and i do this bright red i'll never get the color and golly i came flying out of my mouth you know but i tell you what that's i don't know how i actually got involved other than being around dale black for as far as lettering, yeah.
0: the rev pinstripe, my, my grandpa's trucks back years and years ago, there. So, yeah, that's cool. yeah, he yeah. did
3: a lot of people. He was very yeah. talented, you know, had some demons, but you know, that, oh, yeah. that's part of it.
1: And you know, that's really when you even just talk about pickup trucks, that's kind of an art that's going gone. I mean, you, I know oh, yeah. that they'll run the decal pinstripe, but that custom stripe on people's vehicles is kind of a thing that's
3: gone that oh it's gone it's too bad yeah
1: my grandpa always bought a black and white two-tone
0: chevy and uh, the rev would run gold stripes back and put my grandpa and grandma's name on the doors that every trap my grandpa had that rev would do that
1: that is too cool.
0: And then he'd put that paint by Rev on it just somewhere real small on That's the trail.
3: Cool. I tell you, yeah, he'd have me paint the man if anybody knows what yeah, that is. Yeah. It's him, his picture of himself he drew down on one knee, you know, with the cowboy yeah. boots on and a hat with a tuxedo coat on yeah, holding the like roof. this. And his right arm it said R. E. V. And his glove was uh, the the V. And yeah, he was very talented. My yeah, God. God,
1: you know, he drew
0: all that for me once. I like to see that. Yeah, that was very cool. I, I seen it on everything when I was a kid. You know, that was just yeah. part. That's, you know, it yeah. was all over. That's yeah, a good it,
1: thing your grandpa was smart enough to put grandma's name on the door and not girlfriend's name on the back too, because that would have that would have caused oh, yeah. some issues. So if he'd just put Sandy back there, he'd not known yeah, they, Sandy. That's right. That would have been bad because grandma's name was Thelma. So. <laughs>
3: But, but Dale Dale did a lot Sandy's of Indy cars. Sandy's the dog, I swear. <laughs> yeah, well, Sandy was a pretty good girl, I think. You know? yeah. <laughs> you know, I met her later. Such a, Such a good girl. <laughs> Out in the weeds, you know. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, he he painted a lot of Indy cars back in, yeah. you know. I started painting with him shortly before he was born, probably 78 or so. He was born in 80. And... Uh, it didn't take me long to i had to get away from that scene you know i had you know hmm somebody new got somebody <laughs> i better you know change my ways somewhat you know so of
2: course he painted indy cars for a while too yeah, yeah yeah so so he'd take me with
3: me and we'd go up there and he'd lay out something for me like the numbers whatever and trust me to paint them like maybe the base color and then he'd come back in and outline it now you've got <laughs> that's the hard part you've touched
0: up some cars in the in the uh, museum up there, haven't you?
3: Yeah. Well, no, I don't. I don't think anything of mine is actually in the museum. I did a, uh, the Parge- Parnelli uh, Jones, J.C. Agaj, yeah, uh, Janie, and uh, uh, what do they call that car? Old Calhoun. Yeah, the number ninety-eight. here. Yeah. And uh, I did a reproduction of it, which was perfect. Yeah. I mean, it was. Somebody painted it, uh, and I did the gold leaf lettering on it. The curator, the museum, and Tony George came out to see it, and they said, and they issued uh, a letter of unauthenticity for that car. And so that
1: pe- no one thought that it was because it was that good. Yeah.
3: No, it was better than the one in the museum because the museum, the original car, burned up. Yeah. And so somebody else uh, recreated that, but it was and all i had was a, a f- couple of three or four black and whites to do it off of when and i'd reference like if, of course all racers know what zeus buttons are mm-hmm. you know and uh that's that's how i kind of figured out how ba- big big willard battery special was and in places where it need you know the later need to be on the car and you, and you it actually was, brushed it on the fun. gold
0: leaf right it wasn't his real his, gold, his leaf. gold leaf. Yeah, Yeah. leaf. yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that was about a three day i can't remember <laughs> i love
0: but it when he after day one he forgot days two and three <laughs> but
3: but the kudos goes to the guy that built his car which was chris paulson who owns cnr radiators yeah him and his partner yeah that's cool
1: so as as we get into today how does it bother you to see where it's gone with wraps and the, i can vouch it. decals and yes it does
3: well i tell you what uh, you know i spent 30 some years perfecting my craft and i went you know something i better learn how to do something else like start spraying (laughs) because i'm on the way out you know and matt was good with vinyl i don't know if he still does it or not i don't know but i do have one of my prize pictures is the, the car we did for kt
0: yeah
3: and i've got a picture of that in my car no kidding yeah that, G- was, that was a
0: little you and a little me both on that car there. yeah so
3: yeah you did the lettering on it
0: yeah
3: I, cool. I think I, I scribbled kate kevin thomas you, on you it you
0: did you did some other small things but yeah it's kind but, of i mean but, you both there but
3: you did the uh the hood yeah you know which and it looked good old reynolds he said i hate that uh that they glow white because it washes out, like Steve Kinzer is where where I'd seen that on the Quaker State Mm -hmm. car, and he had seen it too, and he said it just kills photographs because it goes like that. So I went over next door to, (laughs) to- To my house. To his house, and I said, put this on there he'll i said will reflective, love this. reflective
0: white yeah
3: like stop oh, signs
0: no. <laughs> so oh no oh yeah took the picture it just glowed out that, that's, yeah. what, that's what billy came over and told me to do so <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: said, sorry did, rodney and he didn't <laughs> know it
3: till the first race and it, you know they turned the lights on it's dark it's going. oh <laughs> my fault. i said that's what you get for cutting me out of that work i did for free <laughs> and i'm sure matt was doing it for free I, well, uh, too. <laughs> well he was paying and uh
0: in refrigerator yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time there ago. There was a well-stocked refrigerator yeah. over at Rod's house. So. Yeah.
3: Towers and towers of beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, I do have a picture of that. I'll, I'll take a break here in a minute, and oh yeah, and uh, no put it in front of the camera. You can see his handiwork. Is it very it, cool? It, it no it, it did a beautiful job on that. I mean, to me, lettering. I like things very simple mm-hmm. and legible, and. uh Man, that that car looked. I enjoy doing good. it, but
0: it's hard when you got the legend Billy Moffat over there, and
3: he's going. I'm afraid to do anything, man.
0: Yeah, it was. I, and you know, Ronnie's like, "Do it," and I'm like, "I don't know. You, know." you got Billy right here. Why do you want me to do anything? He's standing yeah. over yeah. my shoulder.
2: And...
3: <laughs> it makes it awkward.
0: Oh yeah, it's awkward
3: you
2: know? more than yeah. anything.
3: Yeah, yeah, we were friends, and we still are friends, and that's all we're is to it. Yeah. You know, it wasn't about that so much. I mean, it's just. Randall says, we don't have time to do that. And I said, okay, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't getting paid anyway. and the kindness of my heart would I paint all these cars for everybody, you know.
0: But I would have took a Billy Moffat painted car any day over anything stickered, you know, anything.
3: Yeah, they're, they're kind of nice, you know. But these days, I mean, you, it, most people don't want to take the time or, or spend the money that it takes to get somebody to hand paint. And I get it, you know. I mean, hell, like the last car, the car we're running now, uh, we ran it gel coat black. I, I, we've never done that, ever. And that's the first car I'd ever done that with. Was it, and put some vinyl on it. You know, I designed the lettering, you know, and Tony McVeigh did it. And I said, man, that looks good. It you did know? look good. Oh, yeah, it sharp, you know. So, you, you know, it didn't bother me. But this car here, I thought, no, this one's getting hand lettered. <laughs> and and if you haven't checked out our Facebook page with a picture of
1: of Billy doing it, it yeah. looks really really shiny. Yeah, I saw the back of my shiny head right here. <laughs> I sure did. You know. Well, Josh pulled that out the other night at Thirsty Sportsman. I quickly said, right, maybe to Bubba's. I said, I quickly said, you got to send that to me right now. I want I want that picture because that's too cool. And but it worked really. It was like perfect timing for the situation. Sure, you know. I'm glad to be
3: here, you know.
1: So Josh, before we take our, our first break here for our sponsors, I want to ask you what what was it like? Obviously we've talked to you about your story and jumping in the sprint car, but growing up with your dad and being around these guys and you know, seeing what your dad was doing in the sport, what was it like being a kid and being around that? Man, it was the coolest thing ever because you know,
2: I got to meet like Steve Kinzer and, and all these guys hanging out with guys like Matt. I mean, I, I actually, I loved it. It was so much good times. And back then, the, like, the pit area, the sprint car world, I'm sure it was the same in the stock car world, too. Everybody was, like, buddies and hang hangout afterwards. It was a family. Yeah. And mean, it's, it really did. It so much fun back then. And you just grow up to that is it like, it's something I wanted. And I remember, like, being at Eldor and just watching the drivers all around and see their helmets in the car. And I don't know why. I'm like, I want to do that why am I that retarded? But I want to do that. <laughs> but it's just part of being around it and, and being at the Machinist Union, you know, hanging out with uh, Poncho Carter and Jose Le Garza when I was a kid and, and meeting those guys like that. I mean, these are legends. Oh, yeah. And I got to be a part of that world. And so I guess it's just destined. So it was something very cool. And, you know, the, the thrill of watching sprint cars growing up just instilled my blood. I mean, I'm still a big fan. I can go watch and... <clears throat> non-wing racing that makes me sick to go watch and i love racing wing sprint cars but i can go watch a wing sprint car race and still get that you know, i know people say the racing is good but i like it better to watch because it's not something i do every week so i enjoy it more right you know what i mean i still get that feeling when i had when i was a kid it's like man that is so cool
1: and you know isn't it isn't it crazy though that that never gets out of you I mean it, yeah. it, and like I've never sat in a car, but you know, getting back into this and being around it more and more and more, it's just like Saturday. Brown Sound Speedway opened up practice. I, I was like a kid again, being back oh, in yeah. the pits and going around, and seeing the new cars and who's in what, and it's it it's the same rush and feeling. It felt like when I was a kid and I was walking in the Bloomington Speedway and getting ready to go watch a race. Oh yeah, and the smell. Oh yes.
3: Well, I tell you, you what, guys. I'm. I mean, I'm still a kid at heart, no matter what and if if i'm going to a race and i hear the motors running you know getting there a little bit late before hot laughs i'll run uh well if i still can but uh i you'll, mean you'll try you, to run i mean because yeah i mean it's just the attraction of it a lot of people mm-hmm. have never been to the racetrack and it's like it's the smell uh and it's just the sound you know and being there in person a lot of people only see stuff on television or and that's, it's
0: hard for me to watch a dirt race on tv it's not the you know, same i, have, I will like if they're, if they're down in florida and stuff I'll, because i can't get there but you it's not the same experience mm-hmm, like you said you have all. the smells and the sounds are so much
1: better and the crowd you yeah, know, yeah. yeah yes. watching you know being around the crowd and somebody comes by and half the crowd's booing and the rest of the crowd is cheering and just <laughs> the whole atmosphere is just different well you yes, know you got the is. car that goes by that you know, he's riding these
0: brakes so you get a little you get a little brake smell and then you know you got a rear end going out on the car you know so you got all those smells that, that's going on you know on top of the fuel and then you know yeah. how could you sit at home want to watch that on tv
2: and another thing you don't get like on a tv experience is like <clears throat> let's say you have a wild race going on a guy gets a big slide job for the win and the whole crowd stands up you know you don't get yeah. that on tv yeah you feel that energy you feel the injury, It's like nothing else. I mean, it's even more powerful than what you feel in a race car. Yeah. yeah or
3: people missing me when uh, he gets taken out when we're running really good or something <laughs> and just head into the wall and I'm and I'm just I'm lit up. My hat, my sunglasses. Who knows where they are? You know. And uh, they're
0: still looking for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
3: You know. I mean, just seeing nuts like me. You know. I mean, it. Where they're hard on their sleeves sometimes too too close you know but
1: well and also you know a, a great point is too sometimes <laughs> on the on the broadcast you don't see the action you know they no. may be showing the front and it may be a race but sometimes the race for sixth seventh and eighth is the most exciting thing on the track there may be guys sometimes a job after slide job after slide job and first and yeah. second is just kind of waiting out things so being there you can really see everything that's going on I was
2: watching a Dirt Late Mall show the other night on MAV TV and there's a hell of a race going on for second and third and it came down to the last lap. These guys are duking it out and they're paying off and they show a leader and he's out there in no man's lane just by himself. I'm like yeah. I have never understood What'd why. What'd you just do? <laughs> yeah, Why are you showing this guy? Yeah, we know he's going to win, but the yeah. race just happened back there. Nobody
1: yeah. in the stands is watching the guy in first. No. Everybody's watching second. Yeah, he's already
2: straight away ahead. Yeah,
0: they already gave it to him. Yeah. Yeah. They gave up on him because they know he's going to win. <laughs> yeah. And <Yeah. laughs>
2: that aggravates me. I'm on TV. I'm like, I don't get that.
3: Uh, Everybody all right. He loves a winner.
1: Let's take a quick break here for our first round of sponsors, and we'll be right back with Joss and Billy Moffitt. All right. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Hey, give Brad at Brad Irwin Customs a call for bodies,
0: interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Calling today at 812 216 3900.
1: Does your yard have a dead or dying tree threatening your house or property? Do you have an unsightly stump you're tired of mowing around? Have trees that need trimmed up against the house? If you answered yes to any of these questions, call our good friends at Cane's Tree Service. They're fully insured and offer free estimates. Call Kane's Tree Service today at 812-344-5917. Tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal. Call our friends at Cane's Tree Service today at 812-344-5917 race fans in the fast lane productions has rebranded itself as dirt to media this is a huge win for us as race fans as they will be expanding their coverage to three local racetracks for a mere nine ninety nine dollars a month you can choose between race action from thunder valley twin cities raceway park or brownstown speedway but really who can choose so for only $13.99 per month upgrade to the vip membership and receive video from all three tracks the only question i have left for you is what are you doing Get over to dirt and sign up today. Gilpin Electric and
0: Generator Services is a customer-first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They're your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at
1: 812-953-1261. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? oh it has to be my racing t-shirts and you've got an impressive collection but i heard about a new place p3racingshirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct to garment printing they have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite Dirt dirt track racing that has to be great for the local driver you don't have to buy all those up front Absolutely, and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy 812-372-4483 at extension 2447 or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today. And we are back here at Thrall Up The Podcast and uh, Billy ran out just so we could show off um, how talented these guys are so if you're watching on my camera I'm holding up the 3R that uh billy and matt yeah lettered together this is the car billy painted the car
0: and put uh, kevin's name on it and uh i did the Reynolds and byram on the hood and the three uh, R on the nose
2: and tail tank there
3: you okay. were more talented than i gave you credit yeah for.
2: see uh, he did good job
3: yeah the hard thing was getting the vinyl on the tail yeah you know? i mean they're kind of roundish well, and wrapped
0: all equipment. around it but we got to figure it out you should have stuck with that instead of podcast
3: that probably problem. should have <laughs> I think it took. I think it probably took eh, at least two cases. I'm not. Sure. It might
1: have. No. You got to keep the 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 wet level the right
2: way. I keep yeah. the wet level. Yeah. Body and brush. Oh God.
3: Oh here you go. This is uh, i think Joss's first or probably his second race ever. Here, hold that up there. It's in the orange and white car as his first race car
2: joss
0: is on the outside this there. is smoking
3: oh
2: there we go got a little bit of oil on a header or something i think that's kurt gross i'm racing with there i
1: think yeah <laughs> i'm glad my last name ain't gross <laughs> sorry yeah. kurt if you're listening <laughs> you know, i i grew up in in danville illinois and there was a there was a burger shack there like locally owned was owned by the grosses and it was gross burger and i thought gross man if you make burger. it with a restaurant called gross mm. burger you're I, doing something right that's a hell of a burger <laughs> yeah man. well you had gross hardware <laughs> up in columbus well, so. my God, that's right yeah. that's right
3: you know but i never put that together i mean maybe gross burgers <laughs> it's like yeah yeah i think i'll be stopping there sometime real soon man. maybe not marketing had to be a oh, hell yeah. of a plan
1: right there yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, was, anyway. that was their big seller was the gross burger <laughs> yeah. yes the mega but mega gross So, Josh, what's the the plan for this year? We just talked about the car, and like I said, check it out on our Facebook page. It's gorgeous.
0: If you remember at the PRI show, he's wanting to get a dirt late model.
2: I think that would be a blast. If anybody out there is listening, give me a call. Hmm. (laughs) Orville, my co-owner, he asked me if I wanted a late model. I was like, of course I'd like to have a late model, but where am I going to put it and who I'm going to (laughs) have work on it? Oh, yeah because i already have this deal you want me to do every week and i need to modify my trailer <laughs> you gotta build ramps right yeah. <laughs> oh yeah so i think it'd be awesome it'd be an experience like no other
3: a little rascal dog P- and you've
1: you've never been in in a in a late model
3: at all never
1: i sat in one when i was a kid this was pete abel's sprint car
0: Petey the dog beside pete little
3: rascals uh dog he's licking a there we go yeah I rough. thought I thought well you know i'm I'm doing whooping this on here for Petey and uh you know, so I thought, well shit, let's just write let I'll draw a picture of of the pit bull on uh you know our gang <laughs> little rascals, you know <laughs> well, you know, so I showed this to Danny Smith, and he said, Look, Petey's licking hey <laughs> Everybody knows who Danny's 50 is. Oh, yeah. If you're into the wing yeah. sprint cars, he's, he's still there.
2: running good, too. Yeah, he's what,
3: 65 now?
2: Yeah, he won a sprint car yeah. feature at the end of the year last year. He did a wing dance that they dared him to, and the sucker cartwheeled off of it because it fell down, landed on the front wing, and down to the ground. Jesus! And he made a. Uh, uh, uh facebook post that he fell off the race car doing a wing dance and i thought he was full of poop until somebody showed the the video <laughs> i was like holy crap he's gonna break a hip
3: it's like they dang- like
2: rico yeah. Abreu we
3: can jump into our crew members yeah. arms i mean yeah i mean it, he's getting old you shouldn't be doing things like that you know <laughs> driving the car is fine but <laughs> wing dances is dangerous yeah
1: Hey, uh, speaking of late models, I see Hudson O'Neill is logged in and is watching. I just want to say Hudson had surgery uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. And, yes. uh, you know, just, just thinking about you, Hudson, we can't wait to see you here at Atomic uh, next Friday night and then at Brownstown for the icebreaker. So hope everything's going well with recovery. And Atomic Speedway. Excited to see you back in that yellow 71 there for the Masters built team. So
0: Not the original <laughs> Atomic, though.
1: No, I always enjoyed racing though there because they
2: had – Super late model is racing with us and.
0: At the original one or at Chillicothe? Where it's at now? That's the same
3: racetrack.
0: The original atomics bulldozed over. Oh, it is. Oh, I'm always, yeah.
2: always. This, it's Everybody the same thinks one.
0: Chillicothe is the same, but it's not. Yeah, the original yeah. one is gone. Huh. Yeah.
2: Chill coffee KC raceway, yeah. Still KC, call it KC, yeah, yeah, yep. yep. Okay. place is fast. Yes. I ran some All Star shows there with the wing there, and ran non-wing there too. That was fun, but man. Run the wing shows what a rip! <laughs> You're going through the corner so hard it sounds like it's trying to rip the right rear tire off the wheel. Oh, and it, really? And your wing down, you know it's it's insane. It gets right up against the fence and and they changed it now. But when you run the cushion, which you had to to be fast, it's like a miniature Eldora. Yeah. And the blunt edge of the wall would be. Pointing there, if you jump the Getting cushion, you the hit that and it'll cut your car right
3: in half. So, into three.
2: you'd always like pee a little bit, trying to squint your eyes and keep from <laughs> <laughs> jumping the cushion <laughs> to hit, you know what I
3: mean? <laughs> he said it was easier to race there at night because then you couldn't see that wall. Oh. <clears throat> you didn't pay any attention to it. He said, D- during the day when you're doing heat races, it's a eh, little sketchy.
0: When you jump back and forth between the wing and the non wing, how much do you change your driving style with the wing on the car?
2: A little bit. You, you have to. The biggest thing I've noticed by running the wing is I, I had to make a habit of tucking my arm against my seat so I wouldn't move the steering wheel as much, kind of like a go-kart. But like as soon as you enter the corner, it is exact same as driving an all-wing sprint oh, car. Oh, really? Yeah, you still have to pedal them and all that stuff. because you.
0: So the wing, But the, does the wing catch you a little bit more on the way into the Yes,
2: corner? it will really turn you. And if you, like, bump the wheel, and I always had to make it where it's tight enough. I always like to get dad to get the left front up. So, I'd had to like turn in and I felt more comfortable. Otherwise, like I drove some turning. other people with a wing, I would hold the wheel straight and it would be like, next thing I know, I'm in the infield. Not even turn the wheel. And that is so eerie going 100 plus mile an hour. Oh, yeah, I can think. imagine. So, it's, it's something you get used to. It's a it's a challenge because of
3: speed. Yeah, and you and run it, more stagger with and, the wing car. Oh, do you really? Yes. Yeah, because it's on the lifter so hard. And the other
2: thing I noticed about running a wing car is you could be five car lengths behind a guy. And non-wing, that's a long way. But wing car, just like that, you're on that guy and you can pass
3: him. Hmm. So things could happen in a hurry. So, it, But you
0: guys <laughs> lay on the left rear with the wing more. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah they wing down. Yeah. You be... enter the corner and the left front frame rail is almost hitting the dirt. I mean, they just... Oh, Buries them
0: good. down that deep. Oh. oh, yeah.
2: At Lawrenceburg and Chillicothe, I would actually bottom the frame rails out on the left rear. Even a raise rail is still a hit. Wow so it's pretty pretty intense
1: i (laughs) just want to go back to the fact that you just said and this just shows that that driver mentality i'm 100 miles an hour plus and it's a little sketchy with the wheel and what's going to happen there in the corner like if i'm 100 miles an hour plus that's a lot more than sketchy for me (laughs) (laughs) it becomes irrelevant it does now
0: now let's we have seen the maturity of joss Moffat as a race car driver if we remember back to his first visit when he went out for hot laps, yeah, so I, I want, was you, to yes, I want you to tell I want you to tell that story oh, yeah. because we got a lot more yeah.
1: listeners and viewers yeah. now. Because we asked you about jumping in the sprint car for the first time and tell uh-huh. the story about going out for hot laps. Well,
2: first of all, my one of my best friends, Matt Westfall, a lot of people know who he is. Oh, he used yeah. to call me the stray bullet because I was fast, but he didn't know where the hell he was going. <laughs> I said, I didn't know either, bud. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, my him and far- dad's
3: great setting the car up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not but. Uh,
2: <laughs> I remember our first trip, We, we all I we did was start a sprint car, and I never raced anything but like rental go-karts and stuff, and, and for some reason, I could tell I had it in me. I don't know why, <laughs> but we was on our way down the track, and we just got the engine in the car from Rogers, and we fired it off and and uh, put it on the trailer, and I'm here driving down there, and I'm trying to keep my emotions behind me, but I'm like wanting to cry like a baby, like... <sniffs> <laughs> it's gonna happen and I'm scared but yeah. excited you know yeah. so I remember I go out there a hot laps, and Chris Cruz, he lapped me I think four times in four laps <laughs> and I thought I was hauling the mail man <laughs> I get in the corner, push real high, and he just <laughs> ride around me. And I was like, man, what do I have to do? And I actually passed somebody in the B Main that yeah. night. I was so On happy. the last <laughs> lap, we finished next to last. Imagine how bad that guy was.
3: <laughs> he I was sitting Reynolds. He blew up in the lineup, too. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> hey, Josh, I was sitting, Reynolds was sitting with me yeah. during the B Main, and he said, oh, no, Josh, don't do that. Don't pass that guy. <laughs> I had to do it. He I'm, slipped right underneath him. Rodman was going, "Oh God!"
2: I'm gonna race some Perrigan my second <laughs> night, and I had to. Uh, in my head, I had to pass Johnny Johnson. Anybody's familiar with Perrigan sprint mm-hmm. car racing? He's an old man. Yeah, he was a staple. I'd pass him. I'd spin out because no I didn't have any control. <laughs> Run him down, pass him. Yeah, yeah. Out. yeah. <laughs> I, I just passed him i gotta do it again if i just spun out you know
3: <laughs> Perrigan has a pond inside three four yeah, too. Yeah. luckily he didn't get down there but you know <laughs> that matt
0: westfall though I man, he's a driving he's good he so is he, yeah. he'll show up over del dor for the dream and stuff and climb down in the late model man so, oh yeah yeah, yeah he he's can pretty drive. talented yes he is he
2: had some he had some good runs in the late model um i remember that night i think it was at uh the World Finals, he ran it a whole year and he, and he won a couple races and had a bunch of top fives. And they hired this kid that never ran a late model before on dirt. And he ran up front in the Friday night feature. Yeah. You know, Saturday, Matt pulls me aside his muff. And he goes, "I'm pretty sure I just got fired." I was like, "What do you mean? You you made the show?" He's like, "Yeah, but this dude." He just like kicked my ass, yeah. part of my language. Because <laughs> I'm pretty much, I'm out of this best performance car after this. And yeah. sure enough, they let him go after that night yeah. was over. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, ho, ho, ho. He should have had another cheeseburger. Should have had another cheeseburger. <laughs> That's, well, right. That's right. We
2: were racing in Wingsfield one night. And there's a point in time where you would get up right against the fence and they would sprinkle water on the top and it was yeah, black spritzy. slick. Spritzy. And it was black slick and they'd do that and, and had a lot of grip up there. But it's right up against the wall. And Matt and I were the only guys that would do that and everybody else was afraid to put it on the fence. <laughs> so before the feature would start and we'd always run one first, second or third every time we went there. And Matt was like, Come on, Moffa, let's go get a cheeseburger and I'm a little nervous I'm not as much as I used to be, but yeah. I don't wanna eat, you know. Yeah. So he get a cheeseburger because gonna whoop your ass with this cheeseburger and he ended up beating me in that feature because I told you you should have got a cheeseburger <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love old that guy yeah, we have fun though yeah he's,
2: and then night he beat me and he beat me by a, a half a car length he was passing kidney stones at night and we both won our heat races and look at draw we started on the front of the feature I started six somehow and uh he's in so much pain and like his tears in his eyes and everything he goes I, I gotta go to emergency room since the race is over and that <laughs> sucker beat me that night too for the win and he got out of victory lane and, and he, he, they I think they wheeled the car back to the trailer and he jumped in his wife's car and went straight to the emergency room no kidding but yeah
0: you would have <laughs> thought the racing with the them kidney stones down for him. Yeah, yeah. think so yeah. he's like, oh, I'm so yeah. much pain. Yeah,
3: they're little tough bar boogers, you know. Yeah. Down there. they get stuck down in there somewhere they ain't supposed to be. And know.
1: people wonder why you why why we love racing. Oh, I mean, heck, yeah, he he's racing knowing he's going to the emergency room with kidney stones, and but he wasn't and, about to go before the race. No, I know. And in the NBA, we we just take breaks because we're tired. I yeah. mean, you know, like, like whole games, we'll yeah. set games to to reduce the the wear and tear or or in football you're out because you got turf toe turf toe what is a turf toe does it turn green have
2: like turf on
1: it it starts growing
3: (laughs) i got i think it i think it's right (laughs) i I got plantar fishitis (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, and racing you just suck it up and drive that's
1: right i I got kidney stone i still win this race (laughs) So earlier you were talking about um, uh, Joshua Smith that that does the restoring cars, and I know you told me the story the other night about racing that cageless sprint car. What was that experience like? It was amazing. This guy's name is Joshua Shaw. Shaw, sorry, I said that's Smith.
2: okay. That's the first time you heard his name. I was surprised you remember that much. of it. But he's out of Cincinnati, uh, one awesome of a painter. And he uh, restores vintage sprint cars. His dad's a indie cars. His dad and him letter race cars and stuff. And he has these mid, these non-caged 1950s sprint cars. And he takes these vintage races. And it was a USAC show, and I missed his show that night. I wasn't very good. And he's like, "You want to run that vintage car?" I was like, "Man, I'd love to." So I strap into that thing, and it's just a lap belt like old school, the big old wheel, and they pushed me over the hill. And this is the new Lawrenceburg. This yeah. is like seven years ago, and the guy that owns the car that J- and Josh takes care of both of them. He owns one of them. This guy owns the other one. But they holler at me, Josh. That thing has no brakes, just so you know. And I'm coasting down the hill, and I'm like, "Oh my god, there is no brakes in this thing." So I had to start in a Gee, tell because thanks. I didn't run. I didn't run any heat Head race.
3: Sticking outside, the- you should have had another yeah. cheeseburger that night too. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I, I probably pooped it out, <laughs> <laughs> but. uh I had to start behind all of those late models and old vintage modifieds and stuff, and I was like, no way. If they spin out in front of me, I'm gonna hit them. I would rather control my own destiny than... So, green flag flies go around against the wall, and I pass all these guys in front straight away and I get to third, and those guys are putting it up on the fence.
3: And really... Pulling the left
2: front wheel, rooster tails, and I'm like, there's no way. Uh, um, this thing is sketchy, because the floorboard is like shaking under my feet. <laughs> And I can watch the front tires bounce off the ground, and this thing makes six hundred horsepower. So I hit the gas and it ripped my head off my shoulders, and I coast flag staying out down into the corner because no brakes, and I get it you know, corner and start scooting sideways and my arms are too short because i'm a little filler so i couldn't counter steer enough i was like i can't gas it anymore so it was man it was one of the coolest things i've ever done in my life. i wish you guys could experience that
3: seriously the wheel is you there. don't need us to the experience wheel is oh that. you love it though the wheels like this big and they're real flat like a school so bus. he's like i, I can't even counter steer I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how
1: weird is it with with it what the fun. safety is today to just have that lap belt on how weird does that feel peter <laughs>
2: It was weird because you, you, I know you guys seen the old Vantage videos, they're bouncing up oh, and yeah. down, and I, that's how it felt. It was just like it jarred your teeth out, and mm-hmm. it was, it was wild. I mean, I, I understood what it was back then, why there wasn't any bad rough driving, because you had to have so much respect for the next guy. I don't care if you don't like the guy. Yeah, you're gonna die,
0: but you're gonna get hurt just as bad with the rough driving. You know? Yes. Yeah.
2: and I was was watching those guys put on a cushion and pack the left front foot off the ground throwing rooster tails and that cushion was gnarly in my sprint car in the B main and I was like, I'm
3: out
1: (laughs) 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 you guys got bigger balls than I do (laughs) yeah, Yeah,
3: and your head's sticking out there's no cage on those just a little bar behind your head yeah, no arm restraints well, unless you had the ones that were tied to to you, yeah Yeah. I didn't have any
2: arm restraints then yeah. Was, uh, we didn't it, plan
3: on getting upside down either.
2: It so. made me want to build one of those, and and he, I was lucky enough. He told me because you, whenever you retire, and it goes, I have enough stuff around. If you want to build a vintage sprint car, come see me. I know enough people we could put it together.
0: That All is right.
1: awesome. That that would just be so cool, just to to have and and be able to go to those vintage races and do some of that stuff and. Especially with your dad's history and what he's done, that that would be something pretty. Yeah, I'm feeling cool. oh, yeah. pretty
3: close to vintage. <laughs> what did you say on uh, your your opening to, about this podcast? About oh, legendary. God, I forgot. I definitely didn't say vintage. You, you are pretty legendary though. Well, well back then it was world like famous I said, Billy I mean, Moffat. like I said, back then it was not too wet, not too dry. Sometimes it was way too wet. Like up there, like I used to, letter, it was never too dry. I used to letter, uh, the Genesee beer wagons, the Indy cars and, their, their uh, silver crown cars and their sprint cars. And, uh, so I was working at the machinist union, uh, and so, my friend, uh, chief mechanic Mark Bridges, who passed away several years ago, uh, said, Billy, go over to Galen's. It was just right behind there, you know. Uh, there, it was uh, actually machinist unit was at the uh, Avon uh, Al storage. So, Al in and Mother of May would be in his trailer, right there, just right there in the field. But anyway, he says, go over there. And so, I had my, my, uh, my Coke case with me. You know i've Mm -hmm. had it since uh since i started painting and uh put all my you know brushes in and whatever and paint and maybe a beer and uh (laughs) so the necessities. so so i so i just walk over there instead of driving my El camino around because i was done spraying i was spraying for machine union then they'd spray all the numbers on and whatever and uh it was pretty cool but uh so I come walking in the front door of Galen Foxes. I mean, this guy is a legend, you know, all the drivers that's driven his stuff. And, uh, I come walking in, but I guess I better get the first things first because this was a planned deal. I had these antique 1950s sunglasses that were perfectly round and real dark with the strap-on earpieces mm-hmm. that are made out of, you know, gold mm-hmm. frames. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Excellent, especially you guy long hair and, you know, a little bit crazy, and uh, so I had a I had a uh, you know a, a wall painting wooden pole over there in the paint booth for whatever reason is there. So I painted uh, uh, painted the thing white, you know, and put a red tip on it. So I've got my coat case. I got my glasses on, come walking in the door, and Galen goes, Can I help you? And I, so I was tapping like this, and he goes, I said, Yeah, I'm the sign painter Bridges sent you. He said, Oh my God. He sent me a blind painter. Oh my God. So we became real quick friends. I respect that guy. He's still, he's still racist, you know, he's in his 80s, but he's. (laughs) i thought what the hell is bridges thinking (laughs) and i painted for him until ever since i kind of you know kind of just left the scene you know
2: that guy had huge success with stanbro there those handful years how many races to win like 200 yeah i think so Yeah.
3: yeah his sons uh brad and steve yep yep
1: billy what is the what's your
3: favorite car you've done uh the one i just finished it truly is. That was uh, that was a work of art for me. That's the most beautiful car I think I've ever painted. I mean, you can walk up to that and you cannot tell it's not final. And that's saying something because these guys with the the new stuff, I mean, mm-hmm. they could, you know, take a picture of it and print it right. And. Uh, and uh but it's way better than that well my wife even my <laughs>
1: wife even argued with me when i showed her the picture and she's like are you sure i'm yeah. like i'm telling you it's it's not he, he painted this she's like yeah and it looks really good i'm like he's really good <laughs> I mean, but that's... my
3: absolute favorite other than the one i just did because i'm always as good as the last one i just did mm-hmm. so it might have been uh was it 2013 we did the first gold leaf on black, the hood,
2: black and red with gold leaf. I love that. Yeah, you know, with, wh- with
3: white yeah. pinstripe inside. Uh, mm. You know, next to the gold. You know, with the red outline around like that. Oh my god! I was, was wanting
2: to do that this year, but we have our spare car sitting there we painted, painted last year. We just have frame and body. Yeah, and it's orange and blue. And I was like, well, it's silly to have two different car cars and only one fuel cell to put on these. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, see, when we do that paint job with the black and red with the white striping. Uh, uh, we always paint the tail red and with this well we got this that DRC in 19 uh, we only had about 5 or 6 races left in the year so we just put the blue tail on it uh, that was off this other black and blue car that I did with with the silver striping and uh, I said well shit I don't want to paint this tail we'll just you know we just throw it on this black bomb and, you know, and, and run it. And black so, bomb. yeah, so we got that tore off one night. And then so, <laughs> so I painted another blue one, and, uh, and then I thought, you know, this isn't even tore up. I don't want to repaint the tail. Let's just go back to, to orange and, and, uh, and blue. And, of course, his wife kind of liked that deal. So, you know, and I, I was ready for a change for sure.
2: It's important to keep the wife happy too. Happy wife.
1: Kind of happy life. <laughs> you at least get away.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that 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 might be one of my faves for sure. You know, other than I did the the, the Munchkin for Tony Stewart, that gold leaf, yeah, and uh, that's definitely a work of art. You for did sure. Tony's helmet too, though, didn't you? Well, I I did uh, several of them for him. Yeah, but, that's that's know, what I thought. Yeah. But he outgrew me, you know, so. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: That that happens sometimes though.
3: Yeah, that's okay. He's still my buddy, you know.
1: <laughs> Josh, before we before we forget, and uh I do want to give you a chance to shout out your sponsors here that are helping you and, and everybody that helps you get to the track. Yeah. Um yeah <laughs> <Dad.
2: laughs> billy Moffat, hey,
3: billy Moffat, and josh Moffat, we're signs the only they only work on that car nobody
2: else um roger williams he, um yeah, that's true such a great friend he's our engine builder and he he helps me out a lot i mean a lot if it wasn't for him i wouldn't be able to do it all these years and that's the truth that is true um
0: that's what william precision
2: engines, williams right? precision engines. yep yeah. thank you I was going to leave that out See so yeah yes. I am sorry Roger <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the help of uh, Orville Wright he's uh, jumped on board a couple of years ago and he was a little bit of a cash sponsor here and there and and uh, we grew to be friends and he liked my style of racing for watching me all those years at Lawrenceburg and that's that's the way he wants me to race all the time so my schedule would be every sprint car show at Lawrenceburg because that's what he wants me to do and I'm fine with that it's kind of my home deal but
3: It's nice to get out of there. It is nice. I want to. I
2: want to race some other places this year, which I will. And um, Brad Binnick, Momentum Racing Suspensions, Um, one heck of a a shock builder. Like he does Aaron Russell shocks. Oh wow! Diamond shocks. Yeah, Tony Stewart Sprint Car now, and uh, he's uh, got a lot of really fast guys, some USAC guys, and um, so he helps me out a bunch, and I'm trying to get him on board to wrench our car some this year. He's really he understands how to dig information out of me that is needed to make me faster. Right. Yeah. And uh, it used to be Kevin Thomas, but he's not doing steering gears anymore. Um, But Hoosier Tire, they help out each year. I get a little bit of a a cut rate. A little bit of love from yeah, Hoosier. On some tires, <laughs> which is much right. much appreciated. I actually got that deal when I was running some wing stuff. Really? Yeah. And
3: that's why he got yep. it. Yep. hmm
2: so um, yeah they're great people up there you know but I think that's about it right now isn't it am Uh, I missing anybody oh and my friend um, Nate Branham he has a uh, a a stables company and a lawnmower business so he he pitches me a couple bucks here and there
3: Well, somehow he got involved in that racing horse deal yeah it's uh, (laughs) a racing horse B&B stables yeah yeah but that's gonna be vinyl (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to that, Tony McVeigh, he's gonna do that and moff it on the visor <laughs> as soon as he gets his machine going. Yeah, again. yeah, he can
3: slam the sticker on the visor. That's, I'm not gonna. It's gonna you know, bent like bent that. And it's like no, I don't, I don't have
2: that. Much we'll have patience. to
1: give you a throw up. And that, that'll be vinyl twos. So. Do that.
2: Yeah, I like to put that on the car. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, well, yeah, and you know, and Josh, I, I know I said this before, but I will hmm. make it happen this year somehow. Um, sure. I want to come over to Lawrenceburg with you guys and and you know be over there with you and kind of shoot the whole thing and yeah be a part of it because they, please do I mean, we, if we can
0: work it out when Brown Sound isn't racing I would love to come and hang out with you. I'd love for both of you guys come yeah we'd well,
1: have fun you know. yeah that's guaranteed
2: lots of things like everybody probably a lot of people who listen to this podcast Ryan Bowling and I we're pretty tight and yeah. it's he can hardly ever make it over either but yeah. maybe once a year it's the same thing it's like we always have conflicting schedules yeah. And, like, when he can make it, Lawrenceburg's
1: off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're going to have to figure it or, out.
3: So. Or it's rained out. Or it's yeah. rained out. It's a lot anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I mean, a pretty
1: lot. much the, the weekends were off. Yeah. We're all off. Every, we're right. all rained yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah.
3: You're right. You know, oh, wait a minute. I think it's not going to rain there. Let's go. <laughs> no. We, we played that game before. <laughs> oh, no. We all have. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Chase down the road, the loaded trailer, he goes, we pulled in a parking lot. Well, I remember one night, there's a no way out 40. Not no way at 40, but it was an MSCS race at Brownstown. And we got to Lawrenceburg, and it just the skies opened up. Yeah, boom. It, so in we turned no around in the parking lot, and we called them. And they said, oh, we're, we're, you're good. So I ended up <laughs> getting down there and drawing tail of the heat race, and somehow it rained second in that. But I'm not going to go any rest that night. But it's just amazing I was able to go to one yeah, racetrack well, yeah. and still yeah. make it in time to the next one. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, it's just like how did I have? Well, that's that's incredible to me.
1: But it's amazing to me again in the racing community that you know. When you're at the track, Terre Haute can rain out. Brownstown maybe is still on the edge. You know everybody's coming that way. If Brownstown goes, they're all headed even farther south. Is Florence running, where yeah, can yeah. we get next? Right. And you're calling, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're yeah. all we're all so
3: uh, <laughs> self inflicted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. Once that car's in the
1: trailer, we got to get it somewhere to get it back out yeah. again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I mean, shows like this is is really good for our sport and and uh whether it be late models or midgets or street stocks or whatever you know uh, i mean it's it's just fun to do and it's and it's a good thing you know thank goodness to you know the invention of these things (laughs) and whatnot so people are drawing their computer or whatever because well i guess that's what this is (laughs) and uh you sit there and watch you know and 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 actually react with with the show too. I think. Yeah, well, I, I
0: think it helps because people get to know you, you're mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and every other driver that that comes on, you know, because you know you mentioned it. You know, seeing the drivers with their helmets on. When I was a kid, you know, you always imagine. You know, what's he look like? What's what's he like?
2: You know, out of the car, and yeah.
0: you know, this kind of, you know, they get to hear your voice. They kind of get to hear, you know, see your reaction, your personality. That stuff you don't get to see at the racetrack.
2: It so. is, and a lot of the kids too. They look at racers too as like a super human thing and we're all just normal people. You know what I mean? So it's also another aspect of it too.
1: And and that's, what's funny to me. And and Matt's got to see it as he's been around my five-year-old in the, the few years we've been doing this. Like he's in this kind of weird stage where it's like, he still thinks everybody who comes in here is Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt. And I mean, yeah. but he knows them and sees them. So he knows them by face and he won't ask. It's constantly like now, does he drive the yellow car is he the three is he the uh, so he's like in this weird because when he's at the racetrack and everybody's down the track he's like oh man they're a big deal there but then he's like but they come to my house on wednesday night and hang out and talk so yeah.
3: that's cool it's like these are just normal
1: guys I'm, I'm 48 years old and i still think they're a big deal well I,
3: don't get <laughs> me wrong i mean, do too yeah
0: i mean I, i've never outgrown that you know because i was that five-year-old kid at brownstown you know, those were superheroes driving around the racetrack, and sure. I'm I'm 48. You know, I know a lot of you guys personally, yeah. and I still feel that way. I tell you
2: what, it's like I even get giddy myself because I'm still a super fan. Like running the when I was running the Champ Car or the Sprint Car, running against Coddle and Darlin' and and these guys, and after the races, they come up to me and, and Darren Clayton hand me a beer, and we drink beer together. I'm like. Oh my God, I'm drinking beer with Shane Connell. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's crazy. I mean, it's just yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and it's, and I've told the story on here before, but but Matt was right there with me. And, and and I've said, my hero growing up was Kevin Briscoe. I mean, just hands down, I watched him at Bloomington Speedway. I was from Mitchell, Indiana. It, it was Briscoe all the way. And when Chase threw back and did the red and white five, five, that's cool. And it was at Brownstown for the No Way Out. And we're walking through the pits together. And Matt's like, do you want to go over there? I couldn't even walk over yeah. by it. Like it, 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 and it's trust me, we could have walked over, we could have talked, we could But to me, it was still like as a as a kid, I didn't want to go you by it. You reverted right back to being a 10-year-old I kid. Did. It, yeah. I did. I I didn't want to go by it and go talk and everything because I was 10 years old that was going to be Kevin getting in at Risky Brisky, he was going to hit the high side at, at Bloomington. <laughs> and it was it, it was a cool thing. Like my wife didn't understand it. Like she yeah. when I came home, I'm like, "Oh my gosh,
2: that is awesome, the five man.
1: The red and white five Briscoe Mobile Homes car was there, and she's like, eh, okay. And I'm like, no,
3: you like you don't get this. <laughs> Did it say Briscoe Mobile Homes on it? Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> right there. He then. had
0: it just, I mean, it, it was a it throwback. Was, yes. It was sharp,
3: too. It looked yeah. good. It
0: <laughs> was It
1: was so cool. Because, again, like I said, I mean, growing up, that was, I lived in the country, and we drove by Briscoe Mobile Homes all the time where Kevin had a shop, and you'd go by, and the car's sitting out there. And I can remember even, Telling my parents when maybe be driving between Mitchell and Bedford. Hey, let's pull in there. My dad's like, we don't have a reason to pull in there. Like, oh, yeah. Just pull in there and turn around. Like, and I just want to see the shop. I just want to see the car. He would actually would have invited you to open arms.
2: Oh, yeah. Kevin's unbelievable. And even yeah. like Chase. Chase, they're so down to earth. I mean, Chase is still so humble. Yeah. You wouldn't even realize he's a superstar now. It's, it's, it's great. But, you know,
0: I have that same situation You know, with my job at Brownstown. You know, I, I, I'll get to go down and interview people. That I watched race, you know, when I was, you know, a little younger, and it's like I can't believe I'm getting to to interview this guy, you know. So I,
2: I know what you mean. It's, it's awesome. It's it's cool to be able to be in that situation. To us, for people who don't understand. It's like seeing your favorite rock star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you get to like, rub mm-hmm. elbows with him yeah. or hang or out with them, them or talk to him. They know you. And it's yeah. it's like so surreal. It's
1: the same concept. Yeah. And it's and it's a great point what you brought up that you know, that we still think they're a big deal because, you know, once we have people here on the show and it's not that I don't cheer for other people, but we kind of get that connection. I mean, you, you want to go see the guys that come and do the show do well. And I've been on top of, and the the best one I can think of is Aubrey Mounts when she got her first win. And I know Matt and I were both up there and losing our minds about her going to victory lane. Yeah. It was one of the coolest things that we got to experience and so as you build those relationships it is. We're just as invested even though he has to be partial because he's the announcer and he does his best to be partial. <clears throat> but
0: when Aubrey won, I kind of let all that drop. You know, yeah. she she extended her arms out to my daughter and and you know, Aubrey's done a lot for you know for for my 12-year-old daughter and so my partialness went away when she pulled into victory lane. You know, it was I think Dustin tell you I got choked. up. I mean, it's hard for me to interview her. I was so excited for her. You, you can't know. help it. That. That's, that's, that's nature. And that was just the fan coming out right there. Is what mm-hmm. that was. So
2: I gotta ask you a personal question. I can't imagine being up there because I know you still have your favorites, and I don't know <laughs> you don't need to say same here. But I know that deep down inside, this guy's running the third. I see him coming. I want him to win, but I can't talk about him yet because these two guys, and it's gotta be like a critter inside. It wants oh. to just rip out of you, right? I mean, it, it
0: is, and. Uh, you know dustin sits up here with me sometimes and i'll turn that microphone off and the fan comes out when the microphone's (laughs) off and it comes back on i go back into you know okay i'm announcing you know great that's what what (laughs) people i guess don't know you know what i mean but he's you know he's probably turned around i was like you know hey i'm yeah you're still a fan or you wouldn't be there yeah you're (laughs) exactly you know you're we talked about that at practice you know saturday you don't work at the racetrack because you're making all kinds of money no because you're married you know you guys know this because you own a race car you're married to the race season from you know March to November mm-hmm. so if you don't have any passion for it you might as well just stay home because it's going to be every Saturday unless it's raining and you know you're there So, you're right. it's, you know I am a fan I, I you know everybody that knows me knows I'm a hellacious race fan so but there there are times that I have to turn off the fan and, and do the job you well know? yeah
1: and that makes it tough I can't imagine yeah Well, and even for me, obviously, I don't have to be as partial, but the only times where I I feel like I need to be like we've offered some some bonuses to certain classes and we're putting money up from the podcast and it'll come down to where and it's not that I I dislike anybody there, but when it's some guys that I've got a, a, a friendship with that have been on the show that I know. It's as much about I just want to go down to Victory Lane and hand them money just because I want to celebrate with them that they just want to race. Sure, Dan, so I'm I'm, that, huh? I'm I'm pulling for that person. So it's you know people are like, you know, are you partial? Well, yeah, I kind of am. I I want to I want to see these guys win. So I do got to say, Brock Burton said that drivers are bad influences uh, for our kids because. They inspire kids to be poor for decades ah. <laughs> when they jump in a car. Yeah, so, good analogy well, by, the, by the
3: Brockster. I get, I get
2: people talk to me all the time. They come down after races or before, and they tell me how much they want to get themselves or their kids into racing. And they ask my opinion. Don't. And that's what I tell them. I was like, don't do it. And it just crushes them. Yep. Yeah. i've told this i've
0: told it's this so on addictive. here before if
3: we've been going to retire and this is no kidding for about the last five years and we talk about it every year and it's like well one more it's always one more one more one more
0: i've so, told this you know i've told this on here before that i think my grandpa's seen how much myself and my brother were going to be race fans and when i was 10 he made us promise then that we would never own a race car he said, "Come to the races all you want, but you can't ne- work with me." <laughs> he, but he made me promise, and and you know he's been gone for twenty years now, and you still uh, don't. No, you know, because I, I said, "Why? Why? Can't, you know?" Because we all love the races; we couldn't wait to go. He said, "Because you'll starve all week to be at the racetrack on Saturday." Yep.
2: And the dedication. Yeah. Though the time and commitment, it's hard. For instance, my wife. It's hard to find somebody. <laughs> put up all the bull crap oh yeah you know a hundred percent yeah like i'll crash i spend all my money and all week and she's got to pay most of the bills and i'm out there hobby you know what i mean so i look back at that and i'm like that's just insane to me but it's a <laughs> it's a dedication on their part too and and my father's and, and other people around you like roger oh yeah i mean i've hurt my engine like blowing head gaskets before and, and he's like get it over here and we work all night and the next day and, and fix it and I go run an outlaw show two days after. I mean, it's just the dedication you end up building with other people and friends and, and you're always exhausted mentally, physically, your bank account. It's just, it's tough. Well,
0: my, yeah. not mine, not so much, but I'm, mean, his bank account does. But <laughs> yeah. With with this, you know, we're, you know, I'm doing two shows tonight over here. We're getting ready to do a third show. I spend a Saturday night at Brownstown. So, you know, I'm, pushing four out of seven nights doing something with racing yeah, yeah as that's it a is that's you, a know, and it's, <laughs> you know yeah so it's you know our dedication is on a different side than your guys but i mean it, we're pushing that
2: same commitment it's level the same thing but honestly you guys agree you'll never get memories like these ever oh you know, no anything no, else you no. do so that's it's right. totally worth it it really
1: is no and it's what i told i told matt and when i was in when i was younger and was going to Bloomington speedway with my dad and watching kevin i was a diehard and then when i went to college i kind of fell out of it and i had become the ultimate fair weather fan like if it was 70 and no chance of rain and i had nothing else better to do i'd go to the racetrack right and when matt and i decided to start this i wanted to get back in well what has happened is i've built the relationships where it's not i just want to go it's like i said i want to go with you to lawrenceburg not just for the show just to go hang out and have a good time. Let's let's yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
2: And that's what it's all about. It's about building relationships and friendships because there's so many people that I met in this journey. Man, I will tell you what, I love it. I freaking love it, and I'm still attached to these people to this day that I met. Oh, yeah. You know, back in 2005 and and stuff, and and even getting to hang out with you guys. So I love it. I mean, it's just there's nothing better. You don't meet people in the racing community we're a different breed we really are <laughs> oh yeah yeah we all know how to have a good time we got each other's backs you yeah know we don't let we... it get dry no, no matter what <laughs> the brush is always wet and so is the body That's... <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my goodness a lot of people ask me well, how come you didn't teach him how to do this and i'm going what i wish, he, Look, I wish i'm living proof <laughs> no you don't need to be a painter <laughs> i wish i did but not, well, not as, a, hobby, not as well, a job, but. A lot right. of people always go, God, I love watching you do that. I lo- wish I could do it. I go, No, you don't. <laughs> yes. No. No, I'm, you know, you're sitting down doing this or whatever. He saw me. Oh, Josh yeah. saw me all of his life on my knees. And uh, yeah, I'm paying for it now. That doesn't sound right. You know. Well, I'm praying to the God. I'm not <laughs> on the down low or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know what I mean? It's hard on your body. It doesn't yeah. look that way. You sit there for eight, nine, ten hours and uh, doing the same thing over and over, whoa. We're just just
0: jealous we don't have that talent.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where's the vacation at? Oh, that's right. He didn't save any money. (laughs) You know. But now you got a race car so you still don't have
0: vacation well, that's, that's right, right. now yeah. go to lawrenceburg every weekend yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> my, my vacation is playing around eldora you know that's <laughs> i love eldora you know, Eldora races you know late models you know a big race in june and in september so i'm gonna take two vacations this year and go to eldora so. i've
2: never been to the world before i'd like to go or the dream let us know i'm always racing that weekend but i'd like to go and experience i've always heard it's a
1: great time
0: it's I'm a good sure time it's a good show
2: as long
1: as you know where you're at <laughs>
2: That's that's the hmm. key.
1: That's right. I got lost in the campground one night. Yeah. Yeah. Matt yeah. left me. I get
0: one text message, where are we at? I where was like, we? Well I know where I'm at.
2: <laughs> where are we at? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, you, you, you get lost one time. I understand. And guys won't let it go. Oh, my let God. Let me just say. I wonder where we was at before a time or two, too.
1: At that night, the brush was dripping wet. <laughs> yes, it, it was. was. That says like pooping a cup.
2: Total, total <laughs> saturation <laughs> that night. Poop in a cup. Uh, I won't tell that. You don't want to tell this? It's a little gross and funny. No.
3: Uh, it is, it, every time I tell a story to people, I start gagging. We'll save that for off the air. Yeah, you know. yeah. All right,
1: guys. Well, we're at a, we're at an hour and ten minutes already, um, and uh, <laughs> there's no way. Thank you, Dustin. <laughs> Before we go, though, I do want to say Thank to you, both of you guys, no Billy and Josh, both man, I, I appreciate having you guys on. You guys are welcome back anytime. And Josh, let's not make it like two years before you come back again anytime You're only down the road man you just i know bye
2: everybody i live literally six <laughs> minutes from here yeah it's yeah. awesome yeah. and and i could crawl through the ditches intoxicated <laughs> and, <get here. laughs>
1: and even if we're not doing a show let's make sure that we get back together again but and billy man i appreciate it thanks you, for asking me what you got what you've done over your your career and the, the artwork that you've put yes. together because
3: it is art. I mean, and, it is be, beautiful. And it's always inspired by looking at other race cars and the sounds and the sights of going. Oh, yeah. I thought, well, I can paint them better than that. I That's love it. it. That's true. And, and, right and you did it for years and years. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, as long as I had enough friends around, hold me up. <laughs> All right. And join us next week. Just kidding. The Voice. Uh, of Lucas Oil Light
1: Models. Oh, James Essex will yes. be in All the right house. I'm yeah. have to
2: come over. I've never met this guy. I've always talked to him on the interwebs or by oh, phone. Yeah. Come on down, my hero. Be here next week. He's, yeah. he's a good dude. Matt'll be 10 years old next week. I I'll, will. I will.
0: <laughs> I won't be able to talk to him, man. <laughs> I'll sit and listen to him.
2: You know what's so cool is like he'll email me and ask me information I have to writing in a republic paper, or he'll call me. And I'll see him like the next day on TV. And that's, I'm like, wow, that's, cool. that's so cool. <laughs> I got
0: excited after our Devin Gilpin show. He sends me a, a text message and says, hey, can I use some information off your show for my column? I'm thinking, well, you know, Essex is going to reference Throttle Up and he's, and he's you know, his that's column. A, that's a beautiful right? thing, man. And it means he listens. <laughs> <That's Yes>. a, <laughs> yes.
3: It's a good deal, especially if he knows who you are. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, that's that's cool. That's too cool.
1: So, uh, yeah, join us next week with James Essex. And then coming up two weeks uh, on the 25th, we'll have Jeremy Owens in studio to talk about his new ride and his new plan for this year. Unfortunately, that one will be a premiere, Matt. I haven't talked to you about this yet. Um, pretty disappointed in his fiance, Cassie. They're, they're taking pictures, and uh, instead of doing them here in studio with you and I being in the pictures, wow. uh, we're going to have to pre record on Monday because she wants them right at sunset on that wednesday night and i said we're better than apr media studios with matt night i mean
0: a throttled up theme pictures did she consider it's going to rain on that wednesday night
3: well did she considered the music that you play right before it starts yeah, yeah. we yeah. dirt singing dirt
1: kenny <laughs> dirt. wallace yo <laughs> dirt.
0: i thought she was bigger fans of us than that i the, thought so
1: very disappointed in yeah. her why can't she
0: take pictures on monday and we record on wednesday
1: well that's a great point jeremy if you're yeah. listening that's something you should bring up tonight yeah all right, then. It's fun, so
3: you should be here. All right, then. Thank you. All right, see you guys.
0: Don't let your Saturday night go without the excitement and live action at Southern Indiana's premier dirt track, Brownstown Speedway. Schaefer Photo and Custom T is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more Stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they
1: can do for you. OCC Seamless Gutters is the only place to turn for new 6 inch seamless gutters, gutter repair, leaf guard systems, and gutter cleanouts. I mean it. Go outside right now. And if your gutters have trees growing out of them, call OCC. Let me give you a little hint schedule them for a time your wife has gone and take all the credit. OCC is fully insured and offers free estimates. Call them today at 812. 812- Five nine two seven eight nine nine, or visit their Facebook page at OCC Seamless Gutters. Legacy Paint and Body is a family-owned auto body paint and repair shop located in Columbus, Indiana, specializing in collision repairs, insurance claims for collision work, restorations, rust repair, headlight restoration, detailing, and more. If you have any questions about the quality of work they do, check out their Facebook page. Contact them today at 812-799-1344 for a free estimate
3: and tell them your friends at Throttled Up sent you.